So today's episode is a short, sharp, quick, helpful episode that I hope that you get a lot out of. And it's something that I have been reflecting on quite a lot this year myself, but also seeing play out in uh, the therapist groups that I have. So for those of you who don't know anything about the social work, psychology, counselling world, we often have what we call peer supervision, where a whole bunch of us will sit in a circle and talk about whatever, whether it's cases, training, things that are coming up for us, themes that we're noticing, etc. And so today's episode, we're going to reflect on you attract what you become. So let's redefine this for a little bit following our 4R formula of reflect, redefine, redesign and realign. So let's redefine what we mean by this. You attract what you become. There's another saying that's really common, which is like attracts like. And so what a lot of research shows us, what a lot of anecdotal data shows us is that anxious people tend to attract other anxious people. You know, um, people with unresolved trauma attract other people with unresolved trauma. You know, um, people who are calm and hold boundaries attract other people who respect and and are calm and hold boundaries. So, if you want to be, if you want to attract a certain person, if you want to attract a certain thing in your life, we were talking about be, you attract what you become or like attracts like. Um, and an example of what I mean by this, if it's still sort of like, what is she talking about? What do you mean by this? You know, because it is a kind of a weird concept to get a head or, your head around. But I remember when I was doing, I've, you know, I used to be into jogging and running, not so much now, but I remember part of the training was around, if you want to run faster, you actually have to run at that speed for a little bit. So even if you can't, let's say you you jog a 5k in 35 minutes and you want to get it down to 30 minutes. So you have to jog at a certain pace you're not going to jog that pace automatically. You're not going to just magically one day be faster. You actually have to run faster even when you can't quite handle it yet. So, you know, um, you have to like run and jog at a pace that is outside of your comfort zone, that is unnatural to you until over time, the more you do it, that becomes your natural. So running a bit faster is easier. It comes naturally to you. But when you first start running at a faster pace, it feels awkward, horrific. You run out of air, you run out of energy. You just go, how am I ever going to run at this pace? And then eventually it ends up just clicking because you have conditioned yourself to be at that pace. And so again, from a reflective standpoint of what do we mean by this is that when you grow and change, you also uh, repel and attract certain people. So if you are someone who doesn't hold boundaries, but then you start to do some work, 
you become more calm, you have boundaries, you're going to repel people who don't respect boundaries, right? Like if you have people in your life who you start setting boundaries, they don't like it, you're probably either going to have a falling out with them or you're just not going to vibe with them anymore and they're slowly going to exit your life. So this is sort of what we're talking about. And of course, we don't mean this in the form of mental health is such. You can't just like become something you're not without healing and doing the work, right? Like I don't want anybody to think that they can just think their way out of things or just pretend that there's something that we're not. Like there's parts of ourselves that naturally are us and there's parts that aren't. There's things that we can work on. But if you're wanting more calm in your life, you know, I think a lot of the people that we work with find themselves busy, stressed out, burnt out, high achieving, pushing themselves to the edge. You have to create calm to be calm. You want more calm people in your life and less chaotic people. You have to be calm yourself because if you're chaotic, people who find chaos familiar will find you. But if you're calm, people who find calmness familiar will be attracted to you and find you, whether it's from a psychological standpoint, an energetic standpoint, a spiritual standpoint, however you want to make sense of it, they that's what will attract. So if we redesign this, okay, so this is all well and good, Sheena, you're telling me I attract what I become. Well, what does that look like? Um, so you know, something that I trying to practice is being someone who is holding my boundaries, but also I don't want a fast paced life. That is not a life that's made for me. I, you know, some people love the fast lane, right? Like my husband, for example, he definitely can handle sort of more high stress environments. Like he is fantastic at it. He is that guy when, when something, you know, is going down, he's the person that will keep you calm and stable in that storm. You know, I'm the person that will help you when things are calm and stable already, or when you're working through stuff, you know, we have the time. So, uh, you know, I am not a fast paced person. I like the slower place uh, pace. I like to be planned out, but I also like to just go with what my natural rhythm is, <laughs> you know, and my natural rhythm is, is different to some people. So to, to attract calmness into my life, to attract boundaries, to attract a slower pace, I actually have to be that. And so there's a day a week where I will just do a little bit of work, but I will just take a few hours to go to a cafe, sit there with a book. I will just catch up with a friend and, and talk shit at a cafe. I will take a nap. I will just watch a movie. I have a day of the week where I do that. I have a few hours where 
it would be so easy to just fall into the overachievement, perfectionist, you know, highly driven person that I am of working on my website, working with clients, you know, getting out there, networking, doing more, 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 more. But how am I ever going to attract calmness? How am I ever going to attract a slow pace in my life if I don't act like that way, become that person who has a slow paced life, a sustainable life, a balanced life. So I hope that that makes sense to you. So what I want you to think about a practical exercise that you can do for yourself is if you can just think of how you're feeling at the moment or how you have been feeling lately, let's say over the last month or so, really tap into that feeling of, if I could use three words to describe the last couple of weeks, couple of months, what would that feel like? A lot of people I know would be thinking like rushed, stressed, burnt out, frantic, um, depressed, you know, anxious, or maybe it's like a couple, a mixed bag of words, like excited, anxious, happy, you know, so it's like, it's good, but there's also stress there. I then want you to think about maybe one or two, maybe even three words, just whatever pops naturally into your head of what would you like to feel? What would you like to become? What would you prefer to feel? So maybe that's calm, maybe that's slow, maybe that's quiet. (laughs) If you're a parent like me, there is always noise, right? Like there's noise at my workplace, noise when I'm with the kids, noise when I'm with my husband, noise from the TV, the dogs, the kids, the toys, the this, the that. (laughs) So maybe quiet is what you need, right? Like maybe you just, there's something, or maybe it's just being alone. (laughs) Again, if you're always around people, your work is with people, you're always around people, maybe you just need some alone time. Whatever the word just popped into your head is, right? That's what you're craving. Then the next step is like, okay, over the next month or the next week, how can I incorporate just like one activity that can give me this. So if alone is the thing, how can I create some alone time for myself? You know, sometimes we're limited by things. So maybe alone time is having lunch on your own at your workplace. Maybe it's going for a walk by yourself at your lunch. Maybe it's going for a walk by yourself before you get in the car and do your commute home. But maybe alone time is actually just getting a babysitter and having a couple of hours just to do whatever, watch TV, do nothing, like recognizing that that alone time is productive to you. That rest time is productive. You know, so many people I talk to really struggle with rest and like allowing it without feeling anxious. But again, if you want to be someone who is calmer, more slow paced, more grounded, more content, you have to push through 
and create these practices to become that person because you'll attract more people like that into your life once you are like that. So if you're someone who has been stressed, anxious, busy for a long time, if I ask you to spend four hours just watching movies, chilling out, doing nothing, you might find that that's really anxiety provoking for you. Or maybe I could just do a little bit of housework. Maybe I could um, just tweak my website. Maybe I could, oh, I just need to pay this bill. Or maybe I could do the groceries. Like, no, it becomes a practice to learn how to sit and rest to learn how to sit with that uncomfortable emotion, to learn how to ask yourself, why am I so achievement-driven? Why am I uncomfortable with rest? Why do I have to go, go, go? You know, that reflection time. Is it that you only got rewarded because of achievement and now because of that, you're very achievement-driven, which means you find it really uncomfortable to sit still because you're not achieving and your worth is tied in achievement. I see that story play out so often. And so I say this like, oh, it's just so easy to, be, <laughs> to attract what you become or become what you want to attract. But unfortunately, as I've found, as a lot of my colleagues found, as the theme that keeps popping up, it's not as easy as you think. However, it gives you a guidepost of this is what I want to work towards. This is what I want to achieve in in terms of this is what my ideal day, life, week looks like, feels like, because you know what you don't want to feel like. You know, sometimes we don't know what we want until we know what we don't want. So, I encourage you to think about those three words that you've been feeling the last month and think about the three words that you would like to feel and just tiny little practices of putting yourself first to get there. I definitely encourage you to do that. So in the real line, try, write it down. Think of that one practice you could do for the next month that you feel could really make a big difference. One or two practices, do that, write it down. And of course, I would love to hear what this is. Share it with me, you know, send me a message on Instagram, you know, connect with me via email, you know where we're at. I would just love to hear from you. What what have you been feeling and what do you want to feel and what's your practice that you're going to put in to get there? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it gave you something to reflect on going into this new week or this new day for you. And I cannot wait to hear the transformations that you do by just tweaking a couple of little things for yourself. I wish you all the best. Have a wonderful day. And I will see you in the next episode of the 4Q podcast. All right, I'll see you next time. Bye for now from Sheena.